in today's show. We're looking ahead to Thursday. There's only one game on, but stay tuned. I've got some pretty interesting information about streaming to talk about. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore Beeble, on TikTok, at RedRock underscore Beeble, on Instagram, at LockedOnFantasyBasketball, and Substack, JoshLloyd48.substack.com. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This is going to be a small one. There's only one game on. Stupid scheduling. Hate it. Minimum six games every day, maximum nine. That should be the goal. But anyway, we've got one game on. But don't tune it off. Tune it out. Turn it off just yet. So we're going to be looking at some more streaming stuff, some more advanced, advanced, not really, advanced strategy stuff at the end of the show before we look at that only game. So there's going to be stuff here, I think, that you're going to like. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first game is Dallas. Shit. The only game is Dallas and Detroit. Yep. The Mavericks are seven-point favorites. That's cool. The only injury we know at the moment of players that are out is Cade Cunningham. My name is Richie Cunningham. Jaden Ivey has missed the last three games with knee soreness. That's obviously a concern. Nerlens Noel has missed the last game with knee soreness. He's not going to play anyway. He's not a. He's not going to play anyway. And then uh, we don't know whether Kemba Walker is going to be ready to go. Hello. Could we get the Kemba Walker revenge game in his first game for Dallas? Probably not. But. We don't know whether he is going to go. That's going to be key to see whether actually Kemba plays and what his role is and what they do with him and how he looks, all that sort of stuff. But we don't know that yet. And Ivy is a big one there for Detroit. What we want to watch on Dallas, it's two pretty obvious ones, I think. Tim Hardaway Jr. He's starting over Reggie Bullock. Bullock went from being the worst player starting, getting 27 minutes a night, to being the worst 13-minute night rotation player. I think Bullock could very easily be out of the rotation. I think Kemba's going to take that spot. And rightfully so, Bullock's been dreadful. So I think Hardaway has a chance to continue to start. I yeah, I don't know if I would start Josh Green or Hardaway, but Hardaway was great last game. But we can't forget the game before, or the game before, or nearly every other game he's played this season. He's been dreadful. So it was great to see that scoring boost from Hardaway. And he's a solid add for this game, for sure. And they play against Saturday, which also has that real value. I don't think he's going to maintain 12-team long-term value. But I think he's going to at least hold this starting job for a while. But we want to see, how does he back up having the best game of the season? Does he do it again? Or does he let us all down? Also, when it's Christian Wood, let's be fair, he was dreadful against the Warriors. Sometimes it is hard for big men who can't defend to do anything against Golden State, and that's exactly what Christian Wood is. I don't expect that Jason Kidd, after winning that game with Christian Wood doing nothing off the bench, is going to make a change and start, would he? But, like, string some consistency together, my guy. The free throws are a consistent problem for him. The lack of blocks are an issue. You knew the free throws were going to be bad, and you had to go into that idea in the draft, and we knew that he was going to come off the bench going into the draft. But he's still somehow been disappointing, despite both of those factors. I'd like to see him start to do some. Maybe him, if he does play with Kemba Walker, that does help him, getting someone who can dribble a little bit, or at least having maybe two ball handlers there when Kemba and Dinwiddie and Kemba and 
or Kemba and Dinwiddie is a pretty bad backcourt, but Kemba and Luca um, combining in that backcourt, maybe that helps him out. But let's see, what can he do? Can he change Jason Kidd's mind? Will he get a second half start like he did two games ago? Now, this stuff's really important for where we value Christian Wood as we move forward. At the moment, we don't value him at all. For the Pistons, I want to watch the depressed penis Sadiq Bay. Last game, despite Jaden Ivey not playing, Bay came off the bench as they started Isaiah Livers over him with Olivers at the two and Bogdanovich at the three. And Bay played like 18 minutes coming off the bench. I have been pretty strongly on the Sadiq Bay is going to lose a ton of value with this Bagley-Stewart front court, And that has happened so far. But that doesn't mean that it's going to happen every game. So we want to continually um, accumulate data points. But if Bay can't crack 20 minutes, and it was a weird game because they just benched a bunch of blokes, but they benched their starters. And Bay's not one of them. And he still only played 18 minutes. So... We want to see what the role is there. Is he just going to be, I think, like a 24, 25-minute-a-night player? And that is not worth holding long-term. But we we hold him for this game because you just how can you find a good player on a Thursday when there are two games playing? You can't. So you've got to keep holding. But I am not convinced that he is a 12-team league player. I also want to watch Marvin Bagley, who has absolutely played much better this season. His efficiency is up. He's hitting free throws. He's blocking shots at a higher level. He's even hitting some threes. I still think he really struggles defensively. And I don't think that he makes any sense to be starting on this team, but they do that. But what I do want to watch is he's starting and playing backup minutes like he has for the majority of his starts, 22-23. Or is he starting and playing 30 minutes or 29 minutes like he did in two of those games with Duran getting the 20 minutes off the bench? That's what we want to see with Bagley. 22 minutes to, to me, 23 for Bagley is not must roster. 27 is. So we want to see where he goes, where he fits, what the role is, how quickly they bench him again for Duran. Do they bench him for Duran? Do they play him with Duran? Someone left a comment on one of the videos saying, well, Bagley's not actually impacting Duran's minutes. I 100% disagree because Bagley and Duran basically play all of the center minutes and they don't, Bagley, you might think Bagley's a power forward because he was listed as a power forward when he was drafted or he's got the power forward designation in fantasy. He's played like one minute as a power forward this season. Really, he just hasn't done it. And I don't think we're going to see, we saw it for like a couple of minutes in that blowout against the Knicks. I don't think we're going to see Bagley and Duran together. So to me, Bagley absolutely directly impacts what Jalen Duran can do because they're playing the exact same position. So let's see how the Bagley and Duran minutes go. Let's see if I'm proven wrong on that. And they start to play Bagley and Duran together for large swathes of time. I don't think they will. But that is, you know, that's what we want to watch. But in terms of streaming, like there's only these two options. I'm not going to put a streaming list up. Like just grab who's there. Dorian Finney-Smith, Tim Hardaway, Jalen Duran, Alec Burks, Maxi Kleber, Josh Green. Then you go to Dwight Powell, Isaiah Livers, Hamadou Diallo. Like that's where you sit with this. Like you just grab whoever's available. The Mavericks play Thursday, Saturday. The Pistons, I think, play Thursday, Sunday. So there is some value in using those guys um, to get that extra little bit of boost of a game there. So that is uh, that. is that. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get all the latest odds and trends for all professional leagues and some amateur leagues out there as well. Basketball, football, soccer. What's the other one they've got in there? Esports. It's all at betonline.net. And it's championship week for college football. LSU is a staggering 17 and a half point underdogs against Georgia in the SEC championship game. Is Jalen Daniels playing? He mustn't be. That is a staggering amount. But my boys, the USC Trojans, we are favorites 
against Utah, three-point favorites in the Pac-12 championship game. All those odds for championship week are up over at betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. So yesterday, if you go back, watch the What to Watch For show for yesterday, I talked about low volume options for the rest of the week. That list doesn't change because the only day that it will have passed is a 13-game Wednesday, which isn't a low-volume day. So the guys that we talked about on that show were the guys that you're going to get value from Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. right? So that low-volume stream section, I'm not including that. But what I am including is the next five days. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday next week. We're looking at five-day chunks. I think it's a good idea to look at five-day chunks because there'll be times when you can add players who get a short-term boost in value, who you might actually have as startable players even on high volume days and taking advantage of those low volume days also. There are two names at the top of this list and I've differentiated it here on YouTube by italicizing the, the some of the names below. The top two there, which um, uh, Lil John Concha what? and Zach Collins, they're players that over the next five days, Concha has three games in the next five nights. Collins has two games in the next five nights. They're guys that you add because you will start them, I think, even on the high volume uh, Friday. You will start them there. And that means that they, they're available in a lot of leagues. Over 50% of Yahoo leagues, these guys are available in. That you add them, it's a nice little chunk of value, and you're going to use them really well. They're going to be top 100 in terms of value, total value over the next five days, but also top 100 in terms of per game value, which means they are startable on those days. They're startable all the way through. The next bunch of guys, the next six guys on this list, are all players that over the next five days, I think are top 100 players based on total value. So if you're limited in your ads, you might be able to get these guys and play them and get a little bit of a squeeze value out of them. Like Thad Young, Tory Craig. They've got three games each over the next five days. So you could add them and you could use them and you, you might use them on a high volume day. You might not, but getting those three games in, in that five-day stretch, it's a really good boost for them. Jalen McDaniels has three games. Tari, regular season, three games for him. That's it. Three games in five nights is enough to just, just get a little bit there. But remember that these guys here, like Craig and Young and McDaniels and Eason and Kavon Looney with three and the Cockroach Mason Plumley, like on that high-volume day, you might not use them. So while there is three games for them in the next five days, you might only use them twice, and then you have to debate whether that's good enough. But the total sum value of what they do over the next five days is good enough to be considered. Conchar and Collins, add them and start them even on the high volume days, I think. These other guys, they're sort of debatable streaming options that if you're looking to um, minimize your ads, you can get them and get some use out of them over that time. The other thing that's important to know over the next five days is that Minnesota plays one game. So they play on Wednesday, and then there's one game, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There's one game. So while we do like the opportunity for a Kyle Anderson ad, we consider a Jalen Noel ad. If Kyle Anderson is like the 130th best player and sort of struggles and plays 27 minutes and they keep Austin Rivers starting, with one game over five nights, that might not be worth actually holding. Like he, we grab him because we want to see what happens. And if he goes out and has 12-8-5, two steals a block, and you go, all right, that one game's fine because I know that there's going to be seven, eight weeks of value here, six weeks of value, whatever it is. 
But if he's in there and he's playing 25 minutes only and still coming off the bench with a three-minute increase, then one game in five nights almost doesn't justify holding through that time. And even more so if you added a Jalen Noel in a 12-team league who will struggle to be a guaranteed must-roster 12-team league guy. And do you want to hold for that one game in five nights? I don't know. But that is important. They have a shocking five-game run with just one game on. It's good for their rest, but it's bad for getting value for those players. And I think that these little schedule chunk segments on what to watch for, I think they're going to be useful for you. I'm still working out the best way to present this info and give you as much info as you can, as I can. But I think I think they're going to be useful for you. And that will do it for me today. Short one. It's going to be an absolute ball-bursting, rip-snorting, huge recap show with 13 games today. So make sure you are tuned into that. And the best way to do that is subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Odyssey. And if you're on YouTube, slowly caress that bell. It doesn't want to ring too loud, but it needs to ring. So just do it softly. Subscribe button, but you're going to hit that one hard. You want to bang that one right in. Leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.